everyone. My name is Jamon McKinney, or you can just call me Juice because that is my nickname. Let's talk about the Tennessee Titans in this episode. I will break down the Titans over our roster, and I will tell you how many games they will win during the 2020 NFL season. Let's get right to it. The Tennessee Titans last year in 2019-2020 were the biggest surprise in the entire NFL. I did not have the Titans as a playoff team last year. You know, this team was looking bad early on last year. They were 2-4 and four as a football team with Marcus Mariota as a starter. And I got to say, that team really struggled with Mariota as the quarterback. And I got to give Mike Vrabel a lot of credit for benching Marcus Mariota because in the offseason, I actually said the Tennessee Titans need to draft another quarterback because I do not believe in Marcus Mariota. And it, it was proven to be true. They did need a different quarterback. But I didn't think Ryan Tannehill had this great run of games in him. You know, Ryan Tannehill comes in this past year. He went 7-3 as a starter, and he absolutely balled out. 70% completion percentage, 2,742 yards, a whopping 9.6 yards per attempt, 22 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, and a 117.5 pass rating. That was some MVP-level stuff from Ryan Tannehill during the regular season. He actually didn't have a bad postseason run either, okay, based on what they asked him to do. And I kept telling Titans fans, Marcus Mariota was the problem. Mario was the problem. And Titans fans kept bashing me and saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know football. Mario's good. Titans fans, for the last time, I'm going to say this. I was right. You should apologize to me. Mario's not very good. He, he's played in five seasons in the NFL. He's a below 500 quarterback. And it's not like Marcus Mariota lost his job to Aaron Rodgers. He lost his job to Ryan Tannehill. And I will admit, Ryan Tannehill played great this past year, but Ryan Tannehill's track record heading into this year was not a top 10 quarterback. Heck, some people didn't even think Ryan Tannehill was a top 15 quarterback. He was a backup for a reason. He wasn't all that great in Miami. Mariota had good offensive lines. The Titans had good wide receivers. They had good running backs. They had tight ends throughout most of his career. And for the most part, he wasted most of those things. So hopefully Mariota maybe turns his career around in Las Vegas. I don't have much faith in him. I think I think Derek Carr is a starter. But, yeah, I just wanted to throw those little shots at Titans fans because y'all was talking greasy at your boy, and I didn't appreciate it. All right? But either way, um, I want to discuss the Titans this year, you know. There's this belief among Titans fans, and rightfully so, that this team is going to be a contender once again simply because they bring back Derrick Henry and, and Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And I will say this, Titans fans should have every right to feel that way. They had a great playoff run last year. They beat the Patriots last year. They beat the Baltimore Ravens. Both those games were on the road. They had a 10-point lead on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on the road before Patrick Mahomes went super sane and just took that game over. The Titans have a lot of things to be proud of, and they should be confident about their team. And Mike Vrabel is a very good head coach. But see, here's the thing. Football is a game of inches. Some years, you get a lot of breaks that go your way. Some years, that's not the case. Sometimes you play an easy schedule. Sometimes you don't. You know, sometimes you get a team coming up a short week. You know, if you would have played that team in week number two where they were fully healthy as opposed to playing them in week number five where they're all banged up, you might have lost that game, you know. You know, football's a very emotional sport. There's a whole lot of factors that go into how teams fare year to year. 
just because you return virtually the same exact team or virtually the same exact supporting cast, that doesn't always guarantee you're going to be the same team, okay? And looking at the conference championship history, it's very foggy, you know? Last year, the Chiefs, they lost in the AFC Championship game. They won the Super Bowl the very next year. But we look at teams like the Jaguars in 2017. You know, they were in the AFC Championship game. The very next year, they missed the playoffs. The Steelers in 2016, they made the AFC Championship game. They didn't get back the very next year. We look at the Saints, you know, last year. They made the um the NFC Championship game. This past year, they lost in the first round of the playoffs. The Minnesota Vikings in 2017, they made the NFC Championship game. And then the very next year, they did not make the playoffs. Green Bay in 2016, they made the NFC Championship game. The very next year, they missed the playoffs. So just because you make a you make an AFC or NFC title game, that doesn't guarantee you're going to be great the next year. And there's this narrative that the Titans have virtually the same exact team coming back. I actually disagree. Jack Conklin, a very good offensive lineman, is no longer on the team. Jarrell Casey, a very good veteran defensive tackle, no longer on the team. Deion Lewis, no longer on the team. Tajay Sharp, no longer on the team. Delaney Walker. Um, no longer on the team. Wesley Woodyard, no longer on the team. Logan Ryan, no longer on the team. Now, you did sign Vic Beasley, but outside of signing Vic Beasley, did the Titans really get better this offseason? They stayed about the same. And in some areas, you could argue they got worse. And let me ask you Titans fans this question. Do we know for sure that Ryan Tannehill's a great quarterback? Because I'm not quite so sure Ryan Tannehill can repeat what he did last year. And you have to realize this, Titans fans. Last year was a 10-game sample size of Ryan Tannehill. Can he do it for a full 16-game season? Well, we're going to find out. Let me say this about Ryan Tannehill. I think that he was not given overall great rosters in Miami. This was the best head coach the best offensive line, the best wide receiver core, and the best running back group that he's ever had. He took it and ran with it last year. I got nothing but respect for Ryan Tannehill, and I'm happy that he got another opportunity to be the, to be a starter. And I'm happy that he got paid, okay? I really am. I am truly happy for Ryan Tannehill. But Ryan Tannehill, when you evaluate him as a whole, when you dive deep into the statistics, and when you dive deep into his career, Ryan Tannehill... If you take away his worst season, which was in 2012, and you take away his best season, which is last year, you're you're left with a five-year sample size. And in that five-year stretch, Ryan Tannehill is 35 wins, 37 losses, 3,442 yards per year on average, and 22 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. That's what he averages during those five years. And I didn't I didn't put the record as an average. I just gave you the overall record. So Ryan Tannehill, if you take away his best and worst season, he's a 22 touchdown, 12 interception guy and a below 500 quarterback. That's not great. And two of those five seasons, Ryan Tannehill did not play a full entire season. So all I'm trying to say, Titans fans, is Ryan Tannehill if you take away his best and worst season, he's at best an average quarterback. That's just a harsh reality. And the thing that makes Jay-Z, Kanye West, Drake, Beyonce, 
what makes those guys what makes those guys and gals great is outside their best and worst work, they have a bunch of platinum albums and Grammy Awards at their disposal. Same with Tom Brady, same with Aaron Rodgers, same with Peyton Manning. All the great quarterbacks, if you take away their best and worst season, they're still Hall, they're still Hall of Famers. But I will say, this is one of the better rosters that Ryan Tannehill has ever had. And I do think that there is something, something to be said for having a full offseason with this whole you know starting group of wide receivers and running backs to where he maybe can get some camaraderie with these guys and maybe have a monstrous season. But I'm not quite sold on Tannehill just yet. He's got to prove to me that he can be great for back-to-back seasons before I say this Titans team can reach new heights once again. Now, Cole McDonald is a very interesting backup quarterback. I felt that Cole McDonald was the biggest sleeper in the 2020 NFL draft when evaluating quarterbacks. I do believe that he has some arm talent. Mechanically, he does need some work, but... If Ryan Tannehill were to go down with injury, I do think Cole McDonald would be a decent option as your backup quarterback. Just saying, okay? Now, Derrick Henry. You guys locked him up for a couple years. Derrick Henry, to me, is an, is definitely an elite running back. What he did in the playoffs was nothing short of sensational. He was very, very good last year. You know, you got Darrington Evans, who's a very good change of pace running back to compliment Derrick Henry. So I like that running back duo right there. The wide receivers and tight ends. I think that they are a very good, well above average unit. I think A.J. Brown has a chance to be an elite wide receiver one day. My problem with A.J. Brown is sometimes he struggles to separate. You know, I think that at times he's he's kind of stiff with those hips a little bit. But again, A.J. Brown's a rookie wide, was a rookie wide receiver last year. He's going to continue to get better and better as a route runner. And he's he was very very good last year. He had a thousand yards. He had eight he had eight touchdown catches and a whopping twenty yards per catch. He made big plays down the field. Corey Davis, you know he has not quite lived up to his draft pick. You know he was picked in the top five a couple years ago. He's not lived up to that hype at all. But I think I do think that he's a capable solid number two option. Adam Humphreys, you know it's funny. You know, when Adam Humphrey signed with the Tennessee Titans, there were reports that he was choosing between the Patriots and the Titans. And I actually clowned him on my channel for for choosing the for choosing the Titans over the Patriots. I said, this guy's stupid. And it turns out Adam Humphreys made the right choice last year because this team went further than the Patriots in the offseason during the playoffs. So I want to apologize to you, Adam Humphreys. So, you know, we'll see what your future holds, but he's a solid number three. John New Smith is a very underrated tight end that had a solid year for this team last year. He had a very good catch in the in the back of the end zone for a touchdown versus the Baltimore Ravens in the playoffs. So look out for John o. Smith. The offensive line is a solid unit. Now you do lose Jack Conklin, but you replace him with Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. I do think Isaiah Wilson is a very solid, you know, option at offensive tackle. So we'll see how he you know, transitions to the NFL from college. You know, I think that he's a good player. The defense is actually underrated. Last year, they were they were 11th in points per game allowed. You got good players. You know, Malcolm Butler, very good cornerback. You know, Christian Fulton, I believe that he's going to be a good pro. You know, coming out of LSU, Kevin Byard, the last three seasons has 17 interceptions. He takes the football away. Kenny Vaccaro is a very good safety. Adoree Jackson, very good quarterback. That's very underrated in my opinion. Jeffrey Simmons out of Mississippi State, he was a monster a couple years ago. He's going to finally be fully healthy, so I do think that he's going to provide some very good explosive quote-unquote juice 
to the interior on that defensive line. Now, the problem with the Titans is they don't have much of a pass rush. Maybe they go out and sign Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney has been rumored to be a Tennessee Titan for a long time. Maybe they go out and sign him. We'll see. You know, Harold Landry and Vic Beasley are solid options at, you know, edge rusher. But I do worry, I do worry about this team's ability to get after the quarterback. Last year, we saw in the playoffs versus Patrick Mahomes, that game was won and lost, in my opinion, because they could not get consistent pressure on Patrick Mahomes. He did virtually whatever he wanted to do versus that secondary, and they really were not able to make life tough for Patrick Mahomes. That does concern me. But with all these things being said, I think the Titans are an 8-8 football team. I believe they're a 500 football team. They will go 8-8 eight and eight during the 2020-21 NFL season. This team lost some key players. I don't know how good Ryan Tannehill is. I think Ryan Tannehill is on the upward trend. But like I said, the five-year sample size, if you take away his best and worst season, Ryan Tannehill has been an average quarterback. So I'm just not quite buying the Tennessee Titans. I do think the Ravens are a better team on paper. I know you beat the Ravens last year, but the Ravens were a better team than you. They were a better team than you last year. That's not for debate. You were just a better team that Sunday or that Saturday when you played them, okay, in the playoffs, okay? The Kansas City Chiefs are better. I do think the Patriots, with Cam Newton added to that team, could prove to maybe be an upgrade at quarterback over Tom Brady. I like the Patriots. I like the Bills. You know, I think the Texans actually win this division once again. The Denver Broncos were very are a very talented team that I feel good about. The Cleveland Browns deserve our respect, you know, because of their talent. You know, the Indianapolis Colts should be fighting for a playoff spot. And let's not forget about the Steelers, too. And then I think about the Titans. I think that I think about the Titans as maybe the eighth or ninth best team this year. And keep in mind, I understand you guys made the AFC Championship game last year, but we're talking about this year, right now. And like I said earlier, just because you make a conference championship game, that does not guarantee you're going to automatically go to the Super Bowl the very next year or even make the playoffs the very next year. History is all over the place. And there's only 257 wins to go around for these teams if there are no ties in the NFL season. So I think the Titans only get about eight of those 257 wins this year in the NFL season. I think they're a good team, but I think that they're going to take a step back this year. Now, let's go over the schedule just a little bit. What I'm going to do for this schedule is I'm going to tell you who should be favored in each game. I'm not predicting who's going to win each game. That's a little bit too difficult for me. So... That's how I'm doing the schedule this year. I'm not predicting each game. I'm just going to tell you who I would favor in each game. At Denver on Monday Night Football, that's a toss-up game. And I would actually favor Denver. Jaguars are home. That's a win. They're the worst team in football, in my opinion. At Vikings, that's a toss-up. Steelers, I, I, I'll i give you the win versus the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers are all that great. I think that you can get them at home and win that game. Bills. That's a toss-up game. I do think Buffalo is a little bit better, a little bit better team than Tennessee, but you can convince me that Tennessee can win that game. Texans, I believe you'll split with them this year. Uh, coming off a bye week, you'll beat the Bengals, in my opinion. You're just a better team. Bears at home, that's a win probably. Colts, you're going to split with them this year. At Ravens, I do think the Ravens will get revenge on you guys and win that game. At Colts, like I said, you're going to split with them this year. Browns. I actually, I actually think the Cleveland Browns are going to return the favor to you guys this year. The Cleveland Browns got annihilated by you, by you guys on opening day um, in their stadium last year. I do believe the, Cle the Cleveland Browns will return the favor this year. I think Baker Mayfield has a bounce-back season. I think that Cleveland will beat you this year. 
at Jaguars, that's a win, probably. Lions at home, that's a toss-up game. At Green Bay, that's a toss-up game. I do think that Tennessee is the type of team that can be, that can beat my Green Bay Packers. And Derrick Henry does worry me a, a little bit late in the season because our run defense is a little bit suspect. So I say that Tennessee maybe can get a win, but beating Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay is very tough. And then at Houston, that game might actually be for the division. I would favor Houston in that matchup because I favor Deshaun Watson over Ryan Tannehill any day of the week. So there you have it. I believe the Tennessee Titans should, should deserve our respect. They're a team you should look out for. They're a team that could be a playoff team this year. However, I would disagree with that statement. I do think the Tennessee Titans are going to go 8-8 eight and eight during the 2020-21 NFL season.